Hello, and welcome to a spring edition of Digging In, Missouri Farm Bureau's podcast. I'm your special host this week, Garrett Hawkins, proud to serve as your president and very pleased to be able to introduce to all of you, our listening audience, Missouri Farm Bureau's new Director of Public Affairs, Miss Janet Ackeson. Hello. Hello. How are you? Welcome to your first Digging In podcast of probably what's going to be many <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> it kind of gets me back to my roots, so I'm perfectly okay with that. Oh my goodness, Janet. So you come to Missouri, back home to Missouri at such a wonderful time. Spring is in the air. The weather's been beautiful. I've got to say, we really need some rain at home um, to help get the pastures picked up, but uh just so many things happening at Missouri Farm Bureau right now, and it's just we are glad to have you on board. So Thank you. as a way of introducing yourself, I'm going to let you introduce <laughs> yourself. Talk about yourself for a little bit. Isn't that fun? Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's insert sarcasm here, of course. Oh, my so. gosh. So I will say uh, that voice should sound familiar to a number of our listeners. You know, it's funny you say that because I thought my voice was a little more incognito. No. I know my laugh. <laughs> I've had friends back home at Walmart four aisles away say, I knew that had to be you. <laughs> but I thought that my voice could be a little bit more under the radar. But uh, I did some voiceover work for some other things. And I've had friends from across the country say, did you do this commercial? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Now, my mom didn't recognize it, but everybody else under the sun did. Huh. So, you know, that's the way it goes. Well, the farm broadcaster never it goes away. There you go. And you and certainly, oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, Janet, I've known you for a long time. Uh, Texas County native. Uh, you have cut your teeth in farm broadcasting yeah. uh, for two decades. I, you now. didn't have to say that. That wasn't really well, necessary. but <laughs> that's what you get when uh, I write all the questions <laughs> and, the, and the format for this edition yeah, of Digging yeah. In. Once I take control of the editing over there, <laughs> we're going to turn this whole thing around, Elizabeth. Well, our, list our <laughs> listeners are going to get all laughter uh, from this podcast, I'm afraid. But in all seriousness, like, welcome home. Thank welcome you. back to, to Missouri after spending about 10 years at uh, RFD TV, That's where right. many of our members have got accustomed to welcome you, welcoming you into their homes on a daily basis. Uh, but how exciting is it to have you back in the broadcasting world here in Missouri and really to to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. So I welcome. am tickled. I am absolutely tickled. So, you know, you had asked me earlier about, you know, my roots. As you mentioned, Texas County grew up a, a graduate of Houston High School, FFA chapter, uh, had the chance to serve as a state officer. And the reason I say that, because Lord knows this is a way past being a state officer, but it did play a role in, of course, my future career endeavors. So after I graduated from Missouri State University, a friend of mine from the Missouri State Officer Team was a farm broadcaster for KKOW. And that was Suzanne. I remember and, Suzanne. Yeah, so Suzanne was working as a farm broadcaster. She called to say, hey, there's a job opening down in Little Rock I think you might be interested in. I said, well, I always thought that'd be pretty cool, but I didn't think I'd get to do something as cool as that <laughs> in my farm girl mind, you know. Um, so I checked it out. It worked out. So my first job out of college was going to work for the Arkansas Radio Network in Little Rock. Hadn't been to Little Rock before. Uh, had only passed through corners of the state on the way down to visit grandparents in Texas. But uh, other than that, I was down there for about a year. And then another FFA friend called 
and Andrew McRae, who had been working for the Brownfield Network, he said, hey, in case you're interested in coming back to Missouri, we happen to be looking for somebody back around here. And I thought, well, I'm not looking to go anywhere, but one of the things I told myself along the way is that if an opportunity presents itself, I'll consider it. I don't have to take it. I'll consider it. And the reason I say that is because that's something that I preach to young people today whenever we get out and we talk to FFA members. And so I made the trip up to Jefferson City, Missouri from Little Rock, Arkansas one weekend. That was a, a No easy call. way to get no. from Little Rock to Jeff City. No. At least I did have, you know, the parents stop over there in Houston. True. So I didn't have to do it all at once. But I came up here and lo and behold, I thought, you know what? That seems like a pretty neat opportunity. And so it worked out. So I got that job. Um, after that, I thought I'd go back to college and that didn't pay so well to go back and do the whole master's thing and stuff like that. So I tinkered around a little bit and then I was able to get my foot back in the door in broadcasting. I moved to Kansas and worked for KFRM radio in Clay Center, Kansas. And I was out there a year and it sounds like I haven't been anywhere very long, but I tr promise I have. <laughs> I was at Brownfield okay. almost four years, about four years, I believe it was, but I was in Kansas and then another opportunity to be back in Missouri came available. And I thought, well, okay, I'll consider it again. And uh, they, I actually had just sort of dipped my toe in the water. And then my future boss happened to call me up out of the blue one afternoon. And he said, hey, you need to come this direction. And he had a broadcaster voice. So if you know Miles Carter from KMZ Radio, you know, you pick up the phone and that's like, you know, the guy who does the voiceover work for the movies. <laughs> you need to come work here. <laughs> I can't even do it. He does it much better than I do. So... Anyway, it worked out, so I got to be closer to home at that time. And uh, I was there about seven years. I think that's right. And then the opportunity came available to go to RFD. And, of course, RFD is sort of one of those things. For me, personally, as a broadcaster, like, how cool would that have the chance to be to work uh, and cover agriculture on a nationwide basis? And, of course, they're also very involved and supportive of 4-H and of FFA programs, and you get to do all that kind of stuff as well. So that worked out, and during my time there, as you said, I'd been there about 10 years. During that 10 year, I had a couple years in Washington, D.C., and then I got to come back and be on the anchor desk as well, too. So, but uh, hung up my, my RFD TV shoes during March, and here we are. I'm dying to know, what was the biggest pinch-me moment working for RFD? I mean, in covering oh, the like national ag landscape, and you, you got to interview a whole host of ag leaders as well as celebrities like yeah. what was the pinch me moment i'd say there were a couple of them and no matter what side of the political aisle you fall on if you're at the white house it's just pretty doggone cool and i was in the same room as president obama on a couple of occasions one of them being a room that was the size of the farm bureau conference room okay so not overly big but not overly small now one of the rooms was a really really big room <laughs> auditorium style but there was you know a smaller intimate conversation that was taking place as well in the same room as him a couple of times uh interviewed a secretary vilsack on a number of occasions and that man has forgotten more than i'll ever know as far as agriculture is concerned i think the same thing for secretary purdue uh he was always such a pleasure to visit with as well and you know you get to that level and you're talking to folks that are representing the ag industry on a national basis whether you agree with them on everything across the board, they still know a lot of stuff and their, their knowledge runs pretty deep. So that was always pretty impressive, but still standing on the, what they call Pebble Beach of the White House. So if you're watching the national news at night and you see them broadcasting, the reporters broadcasting with the White House behind them, yeah. they are standing on what would be the Eastern yard or the Eastern lawn of the White House 
on the northeastern corner and they've got that area they've paved it now but they call it pebble beach because that area used to just be landscaped pebbles and that's where they would stand for their tv drops okay and so it's lined up and you'll see cameras set up and lights set up and there's cameramen that sit there and they they sit there all day for that one moment of a big news story coming out of the white house that happens throughout the day and uh some of them are very patient folks (laughs) (laughs) so because as you know sometimes there's breaking news sometimes there's not and sometimes it's a nonstop cycle, revolving door of breaking news coming out of the White House. So I would say those are kind of the moments that no matter what, how on earth did I from Texas County land here? How did this happen? Now, those were pretty cool. And I did get to visit and interview Charlie Pride. Oh, so man. That, that was one of my dad's favorite, favorite country performers. Oh, my gosh. So I got to, got to get a picture and sit next to him uh, before he passed away here a few years ago. Oh, so that my was goodness. So when you talk about your own personal experiences, you've also had the chance to elevate the voices of your colleagues that work to tell the story of agriculture. You're a past president of the National Association of Farm Broadcasters. Tell our listeners a little bit about that experience. That was that was pretty cool. That's another intimidating moment. Um, I've done a lot of public speaking through the years and those public speaking opportunities are always unique. There's always a little nerve factor for me. Uh, Even when I'm, you know, doing a a broadcast, I have a little bit of a, I'll sit here and twiddle my fingers or something like that to let my nervous energy escape one way. And the year that I ran for president of NAFB, National Association of Farm Broadcasting, I'm standing up there in front of the um, Stuart Domes. Actually, Stuart had passed away at the time, but I had run for a regional office at that time. Don Wick, Cindy Young, Tom Stever, Max Armstrong, Orion Samuelson, you know, these farm broadcasters, Ron Hayes, that you've known forever and ever and ever uh, from various states across the countryside. And I'm giving a speech of, hey, vote for me in front of these folks that I don't really feel like I've earned the opportunity to be in the same room with them. <laughs> and now I'm asking for their support. And I've never felt my knees knock when giving a speech before. But I tell you what, Garrett, my knees were literally shaking during that speech. Wow. I mean, that was that was probably one of the most intimidating experiences that uh, as a broadcaster uh, I've had. I mean, you've named some giants in, exactly. in, in this profession. Exactly. And of course, you know, whenever it's you and I talking and you could be the, the president of the moon, as long as I've got a microphone to use, I've got a little bit of a defense mechanism and put the spotlight on you. But whenever the spotlight was all on me up there for those, that was that was a different game. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it in your face. Yeah, like just yeah, exactly. That experience. Yeah, but it's so totally memorable, and you know, such a neat opportunity to come across and work with some of these folks in the industry is just a blessing beyond blessings. Wow. Um, so, you know, Janet, you and I have talked before, you know, you recount being involved in the Farm Bureau speech contest as a yes. high school student. You were involved in Collegiate Farm Bureau back when Charlie Cruz was Missouri Farm Bureau Mr. President. Mr. Charlie, yes. that's right. Uh, and, you know, your interactions with Farm Bureau through the years and now almost coming full circle yeah. to have the chance to, to serve Farm Bureau members in this capacity. What, what do you think? Like, what's going through your head after week one uh what have i done (laughs) that's fair (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a big learning curve, you know, and uh, but at the same time, that's the exciting part of it, too, you know, and getting to come home, getting to be back in the show me stage and near friends and near family. That's a, such a win. And then also still serving the agriculture community uh, from a different aspect is exciting and also intimidating because you know there's a lot to learn whenever you come into a new job and not only are you trying to learn new faces around a very large building and try and learn what everybody does but uh you don't want to disappoint anybody either and so you know you kind of try and take things in and pick something up new every day it may just be where the lunchroom is but by golly i know it <laughs> so we're going through the checklist yes slowly but surely well the checklist is long but yes you know as I like to remember, there's opportunity every day. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I know you're excited to get to spend time out in the countryside yes. with members. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you've already fielded a few yeah. <laughs> meeting requests. That's right. Uh, That's this right. organization uh, is many things, including e being event driven. Yes. You know, we've just come past the, the heavy uh, meeting mm -hmm. season of this winter. You're here just past our last Farm Bureau Fellowship event. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got Youth Leadership Day coming up soon. Mm -hmm. um, I hear that you may be helping speak to or address some of the young people. Rumor has it. Rumor I haven't agreed it. to it yet, but <laughs> no, I really have. <laughs> so for any of our county leaders who are bringing young people, get excited because Janet will be uh, one of the speakers on the program for yeah. Youth Leadership Day. Can you give me a little tidbit? What do you what are you gonna what are you gonna tell them you know i am definitely a off-the-cuff person if there's not a prompter in front of me garrett <laughs> can we get a prompter is that possible we could oh okay we could <laughs> it may be dangerous who's running the prompter that's fair enough I, i'll give you that one but uh definitely want to talk to the kids you know we're talking about ffa members that are already active in their state or in their chapters and venturing out of their comfort zone by participating in some of these state activities that are available to them and one of the things that I always like to drive home when I'm talking to these young folks is whether you want to be a broadcaster, whatever you want to be a, a videographer or president of the Missouri Farm Bureau or something along those lines, the possibility, the opportunity is there for you. You just have to be open minded enough to go ahead and chase it, you know, and there's going to be bumps along the way. But persistence can be be a pretty uh, solid path towards getting where you want to be. So. In a nutshell, let's say that's part of it. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to be able <laughs> to hear it. Speaking of persistence, mm -hmm. you're coming in uh, and, you know, as a as the public affairs director for Missouri Farm Bureau, you're also included in the policy team, so mm -hmm. to speak, as the team member who lends the expertise as to how we talk about the issues that mm -hmm. we face as farmers and ranchers, not just within the organization, but with the public at large. You know, we deal with tough issues. Mm -hmm. Like some of the issues we deal with are so technical. Right. How, what are some of the challenges that you've seen across the country and what are some things that you are hoping that you're going to be able to help us do as we think about continuous improvement and how we engage with the public right you know i think one of the challenges that we as individuals as communities uh, counties as states one of the things that sometimes uh, a lot of folks fall into is that this is the way it needs to be and sometimes this may be the way it needs to be for you, 
that somebody on the opposite end of the county, on the opposite end of the state, on the opposite end of the country may be dealing with the same issue, but from a different perspective. And so it's, it's my hope that for me, you know, the Boot Hill is a completely different agriculture industry than what Northwest Missouri is uh, or Southwest Missouri. You know, we are so diverse and there are so many different challenges that the farmers and ranchers in our rural communities face in every little corner of the state. Uh, I hope that I can help to bring a little bit of that awareness to the conversation whenever we sit down to talk about some things. And also whenever we're sharing updates as far as uh, why is this important to you here and why is it important to somebody else over there. Um, so I hope that's part of the conversation that can, not saying that conversation is not taking place, but I know yeah. that for me from the media background, that's something that I do try and think about on a regular basis. And I don't always make it. Not every media always, you know, everybody in the media industry, uh, the, the journalism industry, broadcasters, we always try to be completely open-minded and, and take into perspective everybody's livelihoods and what's impacting them. And it's not always easy, but at the same time, it's also part of the part of the challenge and job. Yes. So another one of the parts of the job is we, as we think about the bigger picture, we share a passion for the communities in which mm -hmm. we live and work. And you've talked a lot about just the importance of rural America mm -hmm. and rural communities and how important it is that we are looking at the bigger picture yeah. uh, as to how you bring the kids home. Yep. Right. So what most excites you about opportunities that are out there in, in this space as we think about rural America, and rural Missouri? You know, for all the um, trauma that the pandemic caused, you know, shutting down our schools, shutting down our communities and uh, isolating some families and even, you know, costing lives and uh, the challenges that we faced during that time. One thing the pandemic did bring to the forefront was the opportunities in our rural communities. But not everybody has those opportunities because they're not connected to the rest of the world because they don't have, whether it's internet service, uh, quality internet service or cell service connectivity to the rest of the world. Um, these young people that are coming up, a lot of them appreciate their rural roots, but Sometimes those rural roots don't have the paycheck that they need, but because of the pandemic, it's highlighted the need for that connectivity to take place. So there's programs, government programs, uh, government opportunities, whether it's for the community, whether it's for the business, whether it's for the homeowner, uh, the farm, there's some resources out there. So I'm hoping that I personally can help us connect with the various rural development opportunities and make sure that these areas know some of the opportunities that might be available for them and highlight that information whenever the time comes. And get some of these grants getting out into our rural communities that we need to, to get them ready for the next generation. Well, you come home at a great time. I mean, yeah. when you look at truly the stars have aligned, you know, while you were away doing great things at RFD, Missouri Farm Bureau was a part of helping establish our state's first office of broadband uh -huh. you know, a few years ago. Now you look at our one of our very own BJ Tanksley as the head of broadband for the state. You look at the governor and the legislature putting record amounts of funding mm -hmm. to broadband deployment last year. And, and truly, you know, the opportunity is there. Yeah. 
And, and what we have to continue to do is encourage our members to be at the table. Mm -hmm. I think in so many ways of working with their county commissioners, their yep. mayors and city aldermen to make sure that all these opportunities are known and that mm -hmm. people are working together to figure out what best fits for their communities, their county, because yep. it isn't a one size fits all solution by mm -hmm. any means. And that's where I think Farm Bureau members can play such a wonderful role because on top of being a farmer or rancher, mm -hmm. so many times they are active in their church. They may be yep. a school board member, serve on their local hospital board, you name it. Yep. Our members wear many hats. And ultimately, they can be a conduit of information and be a catalyst. And that's yes. what excites me most is that we at the home office here can, can put tools in the toolbox, but ultimately... What I want is a, an array of tools that our members can choose from mm -hmm. to figure out and be a part of conversations as to what best fits exactly their needs. Yeah. Oh, it gets me fired up. It, it's exciting. I mean, it's that's exciting. why that's why we're trying to work on healthcare coverage this session to address the issues that affect the quality of life and the ability of people to come home mm -hmm. and to address those who have been left behind, whether yeah. it's broadband, whether it's healthcare access and affordability. I just get fired up just talking about it just in here yes, <laughs> in good. a room with you. Good, good. Oh my gosh. There's just, there's so much opportunity. You know, there's, uh, I have all the answers. I just need people to ask me and I'll just, I'll line it out. You know? <laughs> oh, I guess if I knew it was that easy, <laughs> let me just work on my. The world does not listen to me and my friends when we sit down and we solve the world's problems. How does, how do we I, make that happen? I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> like I can probably speculate as who's at the table um, when you're having these conversations. <laughs> and some of it's probably not appropriate. Who knows? <laughs> you know, that's part of the fun. You know, it's just uh, Missouri. We are such at a, at a such, we are in such a wonderful place. I think right now in terms of the leadership that's in place, mm -hmm. the policies that are here, the improvements that we want to make to, to make sure that Missouri is the place where people want to live, mm -hmm. work, and invest. Yep. And you see that over and over. But we have to make progress on some of these other challenging issues of how we best communicate on private property rights in the legislature mm -hmm. to continue to build on success from last year. You know, and again, how do we address health care access? And how do we tell the stories of those who have been left behind mm -hmm. unintentionally by of the course. Affordable Care Act. And so that's where I'm excited that your national experience coupled with your experience having worked in small stations mm -hmm. and, and serving at the regional level and understanding the needs of those who are telling the stories. I really look forward to, to what you're going to bring uh, to the table here at Missouri Farm Bureau as we continue to to work to amplify the voices of our members. Well, I am excited and I'm tickled to have the chance to, to visit with folks again that I haven't seen in a while, whether it's, you know, even some folks coming in here to the, the office or uh, out and about throughout the community, throughout Missouri, uh, reconnecting with people that I've known from years gone by and uh, rekindling some of those friendships. Well, you on your first week, you got to experience Employee Appreciation Day. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, our quest to be the best was the theme this year. Yeah. And you got to see firsthand how special it is to be a part of the greater Farm Bureau family yeah. with all of our employees here at the home office. You know, obviously, we live streamed to all the county offices across the state uh, as we truly took a moment, a, a day to, to really reflect on what it means to be able to serve some of the best people that mm -hmm. you can that you can possibly know and yep. that's farm bureau members in mm -hmm. every county of the state so welcome thank you we are thrilled that you accepted the challenge 
on the quest to be the best. There we go. <laughs> Look how you tied that. It's like a broadcast expert there. Oh, well, uh, I am far from it. But <laughs> I do enjoy a good conversation. I enjoy a good podcast. I yes. enjoy talking about random things, too, which for the most part, we've stayed on task. For the uh, most part. That's right. Uh, That's today. Right. But and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave some of these podcasts coming up. That's so, fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to take some things off your plate in that regard. So you may not approve of them all, but we're going to do them anyway. <laughs> you know what? Folks know I need all the help <laughs> I can get. <laughs> um, no, we are we're thrilled to have you part of the, the team here. Uh, you, you know, taking care of those who take care of our members yeah. is what I feel every day. Mm-hmm. And certainly the job that you're going to do, the excitement that I've seen from members is they're like, we know Janet, she's been on our TV every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it, it's exciting uh, that our members ha- have been very excited to be a part of bringing you home, so Good. to speak. So Good. welcome home to Missouri and <laughs> welcome to Missouri Farm Bureau, which was a part of your life yes. many years ago and now even more so. Exactly. Thank you very much, Garrett. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to have the chance to work with you and the rest of the team. And uh, here one of these days, I'll even be a legal Missouri resident. I'm <laughs> still not quite got that whole address thing down, but we're going to work on it. All right. And in the meantime, I'm going to be compiling my list of you know country music singers that I would love to have an opportunity to connect with. And surely they're in your sphere of influence Absolutely. somewhere. I'm sure. Uh, I'm you sure. know, high expectations for who you may be able to help us get for a Farm Bureau Anything. annual meeting. <laughs> Hopefully I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. <laughs> no. I mean, I did run into Reba at the, uh, at the mall in Green Hills. So... That, that was a pretty high point. You know, we could probably do just a series of podcasts based on who's in your sphere of influence. Oh, no. That's not in my sphere of influence, but it's in my <laughs> peripheral sphere. sphere. Okay. <laughs> the people well, who know people. for any questions for Janet, please yeah. direct them. Uh, what <laughs> to is Garrett your... <laughs> Hawkins. <laughs> well, folks, that's uh, been a fun edition of Digging In. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, visit our website at mofb.org to find... Uh, past editions of Digging In. Yes, this was a more lighthearted one, but you can certainly find the more meaty ones on issues. Keep tracking us on social media as well as we provide real-time updates from the state capitol. And I'm going to add just a little tease for next Uh week because we are trying, and I think it's going to come together. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, With tax season upon us, I've lined up to try and talk to a tax expert next week as we try and, you know, put to bed 2022 and plan for 2023. So I'm I'm hoping that's going to come together. We've communicated, so fingers crossed. Okay, well, there you go. There's a teaser. Be looking out on our social media channels for more information. And with that, thanks for tuning in. Take care, folks, and we'll be talking to you again soon. 